0: A couple next door is presented today in part by Mentholatum Deep Heat Rub and Carter's Little Liver Pills. Do you remember? How long has it been since you've really felt like dancing? What's stopping you? Minor pains of arthritis or rheumatism? Then it's time to massage in new mentholatum deep heat rub. Its major active ingredient is methyl salicylate, which brings effective temporary relief to aching muscles and joints. Whenever and wherever you suffer those annoying little pains of arthritis or rheumatism, use greaseless, stainless new mentholatum deep heat rub. Deep heat.
1: Well, there you are. Daddy got home early tonight and looked all over for his girl. Where you been?
2: Outdoors.
1: Oh, what you been doing? Sliding. Oh, take your overshoes off on the paper, darling. You're tracking all over. Mommy wouldn't like that. Here, wait a minute. Let Daddy help you. <laughs> yeah. Well, how's my girl? All right. Well, you don't sound all right. Something wrong? No. Well, come on then. Let's have a smile. <laughs> yeah, is that the best you can do? Mm-hmm. There we are. Now get your jacket off. What is it, darling? Nothing. Well, look, dinner's not quite ready. Would you like Daddy to read your story? No, thank you. Oh, well, shall we play one of your games you got for Christmas? No, thank you. Well, what would you like to do?
2: Nothing. I'm going up to my room, Daddy. I have something I want to do up there.
1: Oh, oh, well, okay. All right, run along.
2: There. Dinner won't be ready for almost 15 minutes. Oh. Oh, I thought I heard Betsy come in. Yeah,
1: she did. She went up to her room. Didn't want me to read to her, play a game or anything. I think something's wrong. She had a funny look on her face.
2: Oh, she's been playing with the Kendalls. Maybe one of them wasn't nice to her again. She won't tell me now, you know, for fear I'll make her stop playing with them.
1: Well, she looked as though she'd had her feelings hurt.
2: Oh, dear. I hope somebody hasn't had a birthday party and didn't ask her.
1: Why wouldn't I ask her?
2: Well, it happens, dear. Now, don't look so desperate. Keep an eye on the potatoes and turn them down when they start boiling. In the meantime, I'll go up and see if I can find out what's wrong. (laughs)
0: The miracle of your liver bile. It is a medical fact that liver bile emulsifies fat, actually breaks down fatty solids to form a smooth, easy-flowing mix. In your body, too, liver bile helps break down fat. Many favorite foods reach the digestive tract as undigested fatty solids. Your liver bile helps break down this fat for easier digestion. And Carter's Little Liver Pills is the only laxative with proof, clinical proof, that it improves liver bile flow while it relieves irregularity. Remember, your golden liver bile emulsifies fatty solids in your digestive tract, breaks them down for easier digestion. So for sluggish, headachey, nervous irregularity, get Carter's and stimulate bile flow while relieving irregularity. Carter's Little Liver Pills, only 54 cents.
1: Oh, there you are. Did you find out what's wrong with Betsy?
2: Oh, yes, it's nothing. She tore her dress and she was afraid to tell me, I guess. And I don't know why. I've never really scolded her for things she couldn't help. But she was trying to change into another dress before I saw the rip.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I turned the potatoes down. They were boiling.
2: Thank you, dear. Well, I can sit for a minute, I guess. I have the back section of the paper?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny how close-mouthed kids can be, even at such an early age. Mm-hmm. You know, somehow we want Betsy to grow up feeling that there isn't anything she can't tell us, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you better face one thing, dear. There are certain things children will never discuss with their parents.
1: No, no, no. Now, look, we are going to be different. Well, what wouldn't she discuss?
2: Well, for example, when she's 14 or 15 and she gets a crush on some boy and he doesn't like her and she has no date for the dance.
1: Why wouldn't he like her?
2: Look, every girl goes through that and it's agony and she'll stay in her room with the door closed and cry her heart out and she won't tell you why. Oh,
1: look, she'll (laughs) tell her daddy.
2: Well, dear, I'm afraid you're gonna
0: and By find... guy, she
1: doesn't need to worry about not having any date for any dance. I'll take her myself. <laughs> now, Daddy's a pretty darn good dancer, if I do say so myself. What's the matter?
2: Oh, well, honey, you you just... What? Well, nothing, nothing. You'll find out ten years from now. Oh, I can't bear to think of my little girl going through the agony of being 14 years old, of wondering if she's a wallflower. Hours of sitting alone in your room, combing your hair different exotic ways, trying on earrings, reading poetry, and all the time waiting for the phone to ring. Oh, dear. What
1: are you talking about?
2: Well, that's the age when you decide to be a missionary, or else you drape bath towels around your head to see what you look like as a nun. Why? <laughs> I'm telling you what your daughter's gonna go through. to the age when you start to write a novel about castles and knights in armor. The age when you wonder if your father's really your father, or if your if you're actually a princess the daughter of a king who once fell madly in love with your mother i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) it's because you're a man it's so different look i had
1: a wonderful time when i was 14. i was captain of our baseball team you didn't know that did you i was practically an eagle scout we went on overnight hikes Look, when I was 14... It is
2: different with a girl, dear. They're thinking of boys, not baseball. Or how to build a campfire with two sticks. Well,
1: I don't see why Betsy should be unhappy at any age to begin with. And I, I'm not saying this just because she's my own, but she really is an exceptionally pretty child. Isn't she?
2: Well, I don't know, dear. She's ours. I think she's beautiful, but no. will the boys think so? Will they like her? You know, we're her parents.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, golly. You know, I hate to think of her not being asked to a dance.
2: Yeah, or not asked out at all. And I'm sure there's nothing worse than hearing your child cry in her room behind a closed door. Closed? Locked, probably. And you can't do a thing about it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I speak from experience when I say she would rather die a thousand deaths than go to a dance with her daddy.
1: Oh. Oh. Well, all right, maybe so. Well, look, let's not worry about it now.
2: (laughs) I guess not. There's time enough.
1: Yeah. Where's my tobacco? On the
2: desk, dear.
1: I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Sit still.
2: Uh. Oh, well, well, you might as well get that too, as long as As long you're...
1: as I'm up. I... <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Who? Yeah. Y- yes, this is this is where she lives. You hold on just oh, a second. Oh, well,
2: just a second. My foot's Did gone asleep. Sit to sleep. still,
1: sit still. No, it's not for you. It's for Betsy. Some boy.
2: A boy. Oh well, you'd better call her. Mm.
1: Betsy? Telephone.
0: Who is it?
1: May I ask who's calling, please? Alexander Whitney.
2: All right, I'll be right down.
1: Who the heck is Alexander Whitney?
2: I don't know. hello,
1: hello. she's she's coming downstairs now. Just hold on. <laughs> you are, dear.
2: I'll take it on in the hall, daddy.
1: Oh oh, 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 all right.
2: You better come in and sit down, dear.
0: Hello? Yes?
2: Don't hang around the doorway eavesdropping. Come on in and sit down. She's taking the phone over to the stairway.
1: She's leaning back with one leg thrown over the other. Can you see her, huh? <laughs> yes. Who's this Alexander Whitney? I don't know. I can't place him at all.
2: Mommy, Mommy, he has tickets to the Sleeping Beauty Ballet, and it's on Saturday afternoon, and can I go? What? Well, wait a minute now, slow down. What is all this? What is all this now? He has tickets to the Sleeping Beauty Ballet, and it's on Saturday afternoon, can I go? Well, my goodness, the ballet, it certainly sounds very nice. Justice, Uh,
1: wait a minute, wait, you don't even know who this boy is. Well, I suppose
2: he's in the first grade with her. I don't know all the children. Oh no, Mommy, he's in the second grade. Oh, excuse me. He's an upper classman, apparently.
1: Second grade? Then how do you know him?
2: Well, he rides the school bus, Daddy. Well, Betsy, who's taking you children to the ballet? His mother. Oh, well, dear if Mrs. Whitney's going, I don't Who see. Who are the her. Whitney's? Well, I don't know. Who not are you?
1: the Whitneys? Well, I think
2: we met them at the PTA. Yes, I think I think we did meet some people named Whitney, and they had a son named Alex. Yes, I, I don't I remember think.
1: any Whitneys.
2: Or whether you remember them or not, I'm sure they're perfectly nice people. Where do they live? I don't know. Where does this Alex, I suppose you call him, live? He lives near Susie's house.
1: Well, where does Susie live?
2: She lives across the street from Colleen. What?
1: Where does Colleen live?
2: what does it matter where the Whitneys live? I
1: just think we ought to find out something about them before we let Betsy go traipsing off with perfect strangers. What does this Whitney do?
2: Well, I don't know, dear.
1: What does Alex's daddy do, Betsy?
2: He was shoveling snow this morning. (laughs) i trust that answers your question
1: look, look i know i know you think i'm being unnecessarily fussy but what well what what is this thing he's got tickets for a
2: ballet daddy it's a ballet the sleeping beauty i think i did read that it was coming to town and there was a <clears throat> special saturday afternoon performance for children i meant to get tickets to take betsy and i just forgot well can i go he's on the phone yeah
1: just a minute it seems to me she's pretty young to be going to a ballet why? Well, I mean, it's long, probably two hours. She'll get tired. Maybe she'll get overtired. That's when your resistance is low, and you, you pick up things. They, they say there's another flu epidemic on the well, way. Why, she's
2: had her flu shots. Look,
1: there's a big difference of opinion as to whether or not those flu shots are any good.
2: What is the matter with you? We were so worried she'd be a wallflower at 14. Well, Here she's only six and a half, and and the phone calls have started. I
1: don't understand you. You're willing to let her go? And you don't even know the boy.
2: For heaven's sake, she's only going to the ballet. She's not getting married. You were going to be such a modern parent. Here you are acting like a Elizabeth Barrett Browning's father or something. Betsy,
1: tell Alexander Whitney you will call him back after dinner. Your parents have to discuss it.
2: Oh, you. I never can do anything.
1: No, no, no. Look here, young lady. Dear, now, dear,
2: now, look, you might as well face it. You can't hold on to
1: them. Sooner or later, they leave the nest. We will decide after dinner.
0: We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Here at CBS News, the extraordinary is the order of the day. Right around the clock, the unexpected is expected with the CBS newsroom staff, who stand ready at all times to sift out the important developments of the day and get word about them to you with accuracy and speed. The popularity of CBS News with listeners is hardly a secret, nor is that popularity difficult to explain. America is a nation of people on the move. People on the move want to know what's happening when it's happening. Staffed by such experienced news gatherers as Lowell Thomas, Robert Trout, and all of the other distinguished correspondents who make the world their beat, CBS News has a head start on the job at hand. For these are men who know an important fact when they see one, who understand the significance of an event when it happens, who can communicate their understanding quickly and in an interesting way. Let these exciting CBS News personalities keep you informed about the exciting things happening in the world every day.
2: Yet, yeah, well, my husband and I thought we ought to call you Mrs. Whitney and make sure that... Yeah, I understand. Well, listen, seeing a real ballet would be wonderful for Betsy. Oh, don't they? So fast. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's upstairs now looking over her wardrobe to see what she's going to wear. Yes. All right, Mrs. Whitney, we'd love to. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, they want us to come over some evening. Meet
1: yeah, them. yeah, well, I guess it's all right. Just seem pretty young to me, that's all, having a date with a boy. Oh, they don't even
2: think of that, dear, I'm sure. Uh,
1: I'm not so sure, hey. Oh, boy, look at our dream girl. I'm
2: going to wear my pink, Mommy. Oh, that's very nice. Has uh,
1: has this boy, this Alex, uh, got nice manners, honey?
2: Oh, I guess so. He's always kissing everybody.
1: Kissing everybody? What do you mean by that? Oh, dear.
2: On the school bus, Daddy, some of the kids call him kisser Whitney. (laughs)
1: Look, I don't think that's so funny. Does he kiss you?
2: Oh, yes, Daddy.
1: Well, by golly, look, the next time he tries that, you just give him a little slap and push him away, huh?
2: Oh, no, Daddy. Then he'd be after me all the time. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) best.
1: All right, okay, okay. What's so
2: funny? Nothing, nothing. Run upstairs and take your dress off and get into your nightie. Then I'll come up and tuck you in. Run along, dear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How does she know so much about men already? Instinct, dear. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think I can stop worrying about my daughter.
2: I think so, honey.
0: The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch. Stars Peg Lynch and Ellen Bunce with Francie Myers as Betsy and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Warren Sweeney inviting you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door.